The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It's Sunday. Sundays are for talking football. Most importantly, Niners football. And there's a lot of stuff that I really want to get to because, you know, obviously the Trey Lance thing, that's going to come up in conversation for sure. But I want to look at the roster before cuts take place, what the depth is like on this team. And I think that that's going to kind of paint a very clear picture for some of these moves that I think are going to be somewhat predictable. Now, Tuesday, 1 p.m., you got to cut 37 players, 37, and they've already kind of started. There's a lot of injury updates that I want to talk about. A lot of it's nagging, kind of whatever issues. Um, I do want to get into some Sam Darnold versus quarterback two talk. I posted something. I posted every single quarterback two in the NFL. And I said, you just ask the simple question, how many 
of these guys would you put Sam Darnold ahead of? Like, where does he fit on the quarterback two scale? I was just curious to see what people thought. And it's been interesting. Um, so I want to kind of go through that. And then also interesting question from my man, Nick B, who's just, you know, awesome support. Appreciate you. You know, he wanted a little NFL talk to go into this episode. Who's going to be worst to first? It happens every year in the NFL. A team that goes from dead last to first in their division. It happens every single year. And so we're going to kind of go through and look at those candidates and stuff a little bit. Um, you know, our betting specials start next week. So next Monday, next Tuesday after rosters cut down, all that stuff. Then it's time to put in our season-long bets, which I'm super, super excited about. Uh, look forward to those every year, and hopefully you'll be betting with us uh, this year. I want to say thank you to all of the hashtag CCs, all of the people that are members of this channel. Thank you, Tim Ford. Um, it's a huge, easy way to support uh, the channel. Custom badges, you get priority responses whenever you have comments on the YouTube channel. And for everybody uh, listening at home that is not on the live show, want to say thank you for your support. However you support the show, thank you uh, for making this a possibility. What's up, Mosquito Killer? Hey, Kevin, how are we doing? Season starts next week. And I, I think, obviously, whenever you have a trade of who was, quote-unquote, going to be a franchise quarterback – and it didn't work out, that's going to dominate con, you know, conversation. I get that. That's not a bad thing. Um, but, yeah, there's so many other – there's 53 guys on this team, and Trey Lance isn't one of them. And, you know, I, I keep getting these emails like, are you still going to support Trey? Let me say this. I love Trey Lance. I love the pick. I wasn't right about the pick. Kyle Shanahan wasn't right about the pick. He didn't develop the way whatever. I'm getting all those things. I cannot support a Cowboy. I cannot do it. Won't do it. Can't do it. Uh, that's my best Michael, uh, Mike Shanahan, or not Mike Shanahan, sorry, Singletary um, thing. So I, I can't do that. I just can't do it. So I hope the best for Trey Lance, but I will not be supporting him as long as he has that one-star uh, rating on his helmet. Can't do it. Uh, love the dude. Can't support a Cowboy. Now, there's there's Cowboys players that I like. I, I love Dat Win. Whenever he played back in the day, I thought he was incredible. I love watching him play. And he went to AM, which I hate, and then played for the Cowboys, which I hate. But some players, you know, you could be like, all right, I kind of like this dude, kind of like this dude. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't do it. Just can't do it. Niners fan first, uh, through and through. And that's what I want this show to be about, focusing on our team, right? We're faithful. That's what's up. What's up, Collie? He says, can't wait to see you in S Seattle. That's Collie from Alaska, man. You brought the whole uh, freaking clan out last time. That was incredible. We had a great time hanging out. Looking forward. I'm bringing my whole family with me to Seattle. Uh, that's going to be a fun one. Uh, Thanksgiving Day tailgate. Are you kidding me? Whew. I love it. Sean Ferris says, football me, football now, me a football needing a lot right now. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, we got kind of a bad taste in our mouth, and I get that. It's kind of the ways it goes first. Um, right here, Lions were the first. Lions were not worst. Uh, the Bears were the worst in that division, but we're going to talk about those. Uh, man, Sid, what's up, girl? Um, she says, Lord, please keep Purdy upright because Sam Darnold isn't winning any games. We're going to talk about that in Purdy. We trust that in Brock, we trust that's just the battle cry. I think it has to be not that I'm anti Darnold, I'm not anti Darnold at all. I loved the signing of Sam Darnold as quarterback three. I think Sam Darnold would be the best quarterback three in the NFL quarterback too that changes a little bit it changes a little bit right um and we're going to talk a little bit about that so um all right let's jump into injuries 
and roster moves. Right off the bat, Taco Charlton was already on injured reserve with like kind of an undisclosed injury, kind of weird. I don't know. Um, it was weird that it corresponded with the very same day that Drake Jackson came to back to practice and Robert Bill Jr. came back to practice. It's the way the NFL goes, but they finally officially released him on an injury settlement, which means Taco Charlton can now play this year, but not for the 49ers. He can play for any of the 31 other teams, but he cannot take one snap for the 49ers um, in this season and or playoffs. Cameron Latu, third round pick, not a good pick, um, did not have a good preseason. He did have some good catches in the second preseason game, but... You know, if this is your first time with us, we go through every special team snap. It took everything I had not to tweet out the terrible special teams that this guy was playing. Just because I, I'm trying my hardest, you know, this is episode 939 of the 49ers Rush podcast. I love this show. We've been doing it for a minute. But I'm I'm constantly, you know, having a discussion with Brad Graham, who I think is awesome. I love that dude. He's just such a good guy. He does great Niners content. But, like, I don't know what my role is in putting out negative-type plays. I don't like it. You know, we go through and we break down every single play. I send those over to Juan Salas, the man. He cuts them up into bite-sized chunks that I share on social media. And I'm just to the point now where I'm like, I don't want to share the negative stuff and tag. Like, I don't tag players ever, but I don't want to do that. Like, Cameron Lawtu is a part of this team's future. He's got a meniscus injury. He's probably going to need surgery. He's getting a second opinion. But that doesn't matter for this year. Shanahan's going to put him on IR and stash him for the whole entire year. I'm telling you that's what's going to happen. It probably was going to happen anyway. Even if he didn't get injured, I think Shanahan would have told him he was injured. <laughs> uh, if that makes sense. And, you know, whenever they drafted him and I said, like, he needs time, man. And... It, the one area that I will say I've been impressed by Cameron Law to, because again, I want to be positive and I want to look forward on things. His blocking was a lot better than what we saw at Alabama. Receptions were bad. He was generating space. That's good. Special teams was terrible. Um, was very, very, very suspect at best. And so he just needs time. And I, I don't think he's going to get that opportunity this year. It's probably best for his career long-term. Um, and he won't take up a 53-man roster spot, but he won't be able to be activated. So if you do that, now the other option is you put him on the 53-man roster, then you put him on PUP, or I uh, no, you couldn't put him on PUP because he didn't start on PUP. You put him on the 53-man roster initially, then put him on IR, and then you bring somebody else back. That's a possibility. But either way, this dude's going on season-ending IR or makes the 53 and then goes on short-term, you know, IR and could return, but doesn't have to. Jordan Mason, foot sprain, day-to-day, not too concerned about that. Because remember, the new CBA changed it. When they added the 17th regular season game, they added this bye week before the season, which I love. I really think that this is beneficial to football. Because, you know, traditionally, everybody would play the third preseason game with their starters, which the Niners did this time. Then the fourth one was just for backups and whatever else. And so they deleted that. Now everybody's got two weeks off. I think that's a good thing. Chris Conley, who I think has done enough to make this roster, he's got an AC joint in his shoulder. He's day-to-day. Um, Ray Ray, he's got his broken wrist probably out another month. He'll be 53-man roster, put on IR. 
Um, Danny Gray, shoulder. Who knows how long that is? Probably another month. I'm not sure what to do with Danny Gray. Chris Conley outplayed him anyway. I think Willie Sneed outplayed him. Um, I don't know what to do with Danny Gray. I, I, I hate that he got injured so many times this offseason because at training camp he was flashing. When Ray Ray went down, the opportunity was his. He would have been the first man up for that job as returner and number four wide receiver. He had soreness, and then he had a shoulder sprain after one play. You know, and you listen to Kyle Shanahan talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. He soured on him whenever he started to say he just can't stay healthy. Talk about Trey Lance. Why did he get rid of him? I can't stay healthy. I don't want you to look at the Sam Darnold's health record. He's been injured multiple times every single season he's been in the NFL. But same thing with Danny Gray. You got your chance. You got two injuries in the span of two weeks. I don't know what that looks like. Is there another guy, another team that's going to pick him up? I don't know. Um, Talanoa Hufunga has a Baker cyst, which is a, this is going to sound, a fluid filled sack behind the knee. Um, I hated that sentence. Uh, <laughs> you can play with it, but. Sometimes you got to get it drained. Sometimes that can lead to meniscus, knee issues. It, it's it's an uncomfortable feeling from knowing players that have had that in the past. Taylor Hawkins, broken hand. He's going on IR. They're going to stash him for next year. I don't think he was going to make the roster anyway. Then we got our kickers. Jake Moody, quad strain day-to-day. Zane Gonzalez, calf strain week-to-week. So Zane Gonzalez is out. I think you just roll forward with Jake Moody. I do not want to sign. I do not want to pay three to four million dollars for a kicker to come in for a month that's stupid i'll take whatever kicker right off the scrap heap for weeks one and two if we got to put jake moody on ir don't give a damn do not overpay we have overpaid for the kicker already in draft capital don't also overpay financially and give another million or two away for a a part-time kicker that is a very poor misuse of resources, which we've already done. So don't double down on bad decisions. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm against that. I'm against that. Bobo, what's up, man? Appreciate the super chat. Why do you have to name who's quarterback two and three? Why couldn't Shanahan just say Purdy one, Trey and Sam are backup so Trey can remain on the team and develop? That I wish you were in charge of that. Now, you can go back to the offseason season. And Trey Lance saying the only thing he wanted was to compete. That's it. If you tell me I can compete, I'm here. I'm in. I buy in. I'm part of this team. My my own personal thing is that competition was never open. Um, now, I don't disagree with signing Sam Darnold. I think that was smart move because at that point, you didn't know what was going to happen with Brock. You were hopeful he'd come back in time. You were hoping he'd come back early, but you didn't know. So you had three good quarterbacks. That's cool. I love that. Uh, Now you only have two. That's problematic in my own personal opinion. Not that I don't like Sam Darnold. I do like Sam Darnold. But we kind of know what he is. Can he be better? Sure. But again, when we get to the quarterback two talk, which, hey, let's do it. Okay, Bobo, you paid for the super chat. Let's talk quarterback two depth. We went through all the injuries. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's talk about these because there it's it's bad, guys. It's it's not good. And so if we're looking at you know again, I put this up on Twitter at JL underscore Chapman, but you know if you're not on Twitter, that's okay. I went through and I just went off of our lads, which you know they do a great job depth charts for every single team, and I just listed, I listed every single quarterback two on all thirty two teams. All right. Um, and you could disagree with who's quarterback too. That's not me. This is from our lads. Um, so let's play a game. And I'm just going to keep count. These are my opinions. Definitely not right. They're my opinions. Who is the better quarterback? For everyone that Sam is better than, I'm giving a one to. Okay? And I'm just going to keep counting. Boom, 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 boom. There's 31 other quarterbacks. So let's see where he fits. Colt McCoy. I would take Colt McCoy. Right now, I would take Colt McCoy. He's older. The experience, we've seen him play good on bad teams. I don't think you can say that for Sam Darnold. I'm taking Colt McCoy there. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I still have PTSD whenever that dude just dominated. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely dominated the 49ers that one year. Do y'all remember that? that, That's okay. That's okay. Um, Tyler Henneke. I prefer Tyler Henneke, and it's not even close. He's... Does he process as fast? Now, again, I'm going through this John Chapman filters. I'm not a quarterback expert. I don't call plays for the 49ers. Yes, I have called plays. Yes, I've been a head coach. Yes, I've been a quarterback's coach. But I'm not Shanahan. You know, Shanahan might prefer Sam Darnold over all these guys. That's okay. I'm taking Colt McCoy, Tyler Heineke, Tyler Huntley. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Snoopy. Uh, dude was in the Pro Bowl last year. Uh, does he fit Shanahan's scheme? I don't think he does. Kyle Allen? No, I'm taking Sam Darnold there. P.J. Walker? No, I'm taking Sam Darnold there. Trevor Simeon? No, I'm taking Sam Darnold there. DTR? Dorian Thompson-Robinson out of UCLA. I'm taking DTR. That kid might be the real deal. Um, and again, Sam Darnold might be better right now. But, man, DTR could be a guy. And that's another thing that I keep going back to is Darnold's on this team for one year. One year. He's a one-year rental. You're going to have to bring somebody else in here next year. We'll see. So I would prefer DTR. So, anyway, we've got three that I would prefer. Um, Trey Lance or Cooper Rush. Again, I'm, I've been, I'm going to stay honest. I prefer Trey Lance. I prefer Cooper Rush. Uh, that's just me. Whoever's going to win that Cowboys – Number two job, I think it'd be Cooper Rush now, Trey Lance later, but whatever. Jared Stidham, I prefer Jared Stidham. Teddy Bridgewater, I'll take Teddy B. 
Sean Clifford, no. I'm taking Sam over him. Davis Mills, I'm taking Davis Mills. I'm taking Davis Mills. He's got a lot less bad tape. He's got a lot more good tape. Um, so, yeah, Gardner Minshew, hell no. I think Gardner Minshew is a starting quarterback in the NFL. That's just me. Uh, C.J. Beathard, no. I'm taking Sam Darnold over him. Blaine Gabbert, Sam Darnold over him. That's six. Easton Stick, oh, now we're in. I'm going to go Sammy D. I'll give Sammy D. That one's a push, but I want to give it to my guy. Stetson Bennett, no. Sammy, Sam Darnold over him. Hoyer, no. Sam Darnold over him. Mike White, no. Uh, so that's 10. Nick Mullins, no. That's 11. Bailey Zappi, ah. Uh, if, if it's close, I'm giving it to my guy. Sam Darnold, that's 12. Jameis Winston, I'm taking Sam Darnold. But... Yeah, I'm not. Jameis Winston's not it. Tyrod Taylor, I'd prefer Tyrod. Zach Wilson. I got into a, you know, there's a little bit of a debate going on right now on Twitter because somebody said, we're at 13. I'm going to pause this for a second. We're at 13, but somebody said that Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold's close. And then people got really upset and like it's not even close. So I, I started looking up just a couple stats, but by Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold. Zach Wilson has a lower interception ratio, not even close to the amount of fumbles. He has this almost the same amount of fourth quarter comebacks as Sam Darnold in less than half the starts. Like, And so I say all this to say this. Zach Wilson's not a good quarterback, and I would prefer Sam Darnold over him, so that's now 14, but it's close. Whether you're looking at stats, whether you're looking at film, whether you're looking at whatever, Sam Darnold's not good. Now, Shanahan loves him. Why? Because he's good at a first read. He's so good at a first read. Sam Darnold's better at a first read than Brock Purdy is. Like, I believe that. Being at training camp and seeing all these things, like, you could see what each quarterback's good at. He's great at that. So I, I'm taking him over Zach Wilson. I'm taking him over Marcus Mariota. I don't think Marcus Mariota should be in the NFL. Mitch Trubisky. Ah, oh, that's a wash. I'll go 16. I'll, I'll take Sam D over him. Drew Locke, taking Sam. Kyle Trask, taking Sam. Will Levis, I'd prefer Will Levis. Jacoby Brissett, I'm taking Jacoby Brissett. 18. So, 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. These are all quarterback twos. I'm taking Sam Darnold over 18 of these 31 other guys. So, he's a slightly above average, right in the middle, of all these quarterback twos. That's where I put him. Um, and, you know, somebody else made the comment on Twitter, which I really, really liked, that, like, man, if you're looking at these quarterbacks, after, like, the first three or four good backups, they're all basically the same. So, like, the fifth backup to the 20th backup, it's that same tier guy. That's how I see it. That's how I see it. Um, and And so, yeah. Uh, yep, they have labeled Zach Wilson as a bus. Interesting, but he's still quarterback too. Um, you know, it, we'll, we'll see there. And, you know, uh, Josh Johnson. Yeah, Josh Johnson might end up being the backup quarterback for the Ravens. I hear they're actively shopping Tyler Huntley. I've heard that from a few people. So uh, th this ain't about Trey. And, you know, I don't understand why people keep trashing him. What, do, what does that do for you? We're not trashing Sam Darnold. We're not trashing anybody. We're trying to figure out where the quarterback depth is. Like, why why the need to trash a guy? I just don't understand it. I just don't get it. Uh, he, he got replaced. He got shipped out. That's cool. 
I, I just don't understand why humans feel that need. Like, it's not like he's a bad dude. It's not like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want, I don't want to get into the negativity of other guys that whatever, but yeah. So the quarterback two depth is interesting. Now, once we get into quarterback three, ugh, that's rough. Look at this one. Smitty says, go get Will Greer over Brandon Allen. I don't mind Brandon Allen as a three. I don't want him on the roster. I don't want to carry three quarterbacks now. I don't see the need for it. Even with the new quarterback rule, you, you, you jeopardize that one. If you had Trey, sure. But Brandon Allen has not shown anybody besides Kyle Shanahan, which Shanahan's going to do his own thing. Have you enjoyed what he's done in the preseason and training camp? Uh, no, I, I would, I would prefer Will Greer over Brandon Allen as well. Um, but that's just me. Um, and so, and, and yeah, I'll say this, the awesomeness, you know, I'm not trying to call you out. I'm glad you're here. Um, and I want you to be here, but yeah, this ain't that place. There's lots of shows where you want to go and trash people and you know, whatever. Yeah. You go ahead, man. You, you go do your own thing. You go do your own thing. Yeah, you keep doing it, man. Then you're not going to be around here. You know what I'm saying? I want you to take part in the community, but this ain't that show. So appreciate you again. Glad we're here. Hopefully you can participate in some conversations in the chat. That's what we're about, man. Um, but yeah, we're not there. That that's not going to benefit anybody. And nobody's saying Sam Darnold's. If you're saying Sam Darnold's trash, I disagree with you. I don't think that he is. I think Sam Darnold has had a terrible career, but fits the system that the 49ers run better than Trey Lance. And that's why Kyle did what he did. And so, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what that is. Now, the other thing that I wanted to do, which I thought would be interesting, not in as much detail, obviously. Uh, we can't do that for every single position. But I wanted to go through before the Niners started making roster um, cuts. What are the other positions of depth and what does that look like? So, uh, just got their roster open. I just want to go through each position. You know, we just did quarterback. Wide receiver is weird because last year depth was a major concern. Probably one of the best things that took place during training camp in the preseason is the back end of the 49ers roster at wide receiver stepped up huge. I mean, I mean, there are so many guys that I am just like excited about and worried. We're not going to be able to keep them. Ronnie Bell is making this roster. That's happening. Um, that, that, that's it. That's it. Um, hey, bro, calm down on all the caps, man. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, you're better than this. We want you here. Come on. Ah. Sorry, I had to get a cough drop. My throat's a little messy. Um, right here. Does Bell make the roster? Yes. And <clears throat> even if Ronnie Bell was possibly not going to make this, the injuries have assured the dude's making it. Period. Um, because Ray Ray's injured, Danny Gray's injured, and now even Chris Conley's injured. So those positions or debates that like would have been questionable, now they're not, right? So Ronnie Bell's making it. But outside of that, there's other guys that I really, really like at this wide receiver position. Isaiah Winstead, not making this roster. He's not making it. But he showed he belongs. This dude is a practice squad guy. I think that Tate Martin 
practice squad guy. I, I think he I would not be upset if we had to play Tay Martin in the game. I'd be fine with that now. Last year, that would have been very difficult to say. So I'm excited about that. Chris Conley, golly, Chris Conley's awesome. There's just so many options. So in the past, I would have said wide receiver depth is a major concern. But now Danny Gray's injured and Ray Ray McLeod, and I'm not concerned. I'm really not concerned. Um, Yeah, not worried about that. So great position. Running back, maybe the deepest in the NFL. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened there, Miles. Appreciate you, man. Have a good one. Um, all right, halfback. Listen to this. I, I love running backs. CMC, unbelievable. Elijah Mitchell, whenever he's healthy. Jordan Mason took huge steps forward. TDPs look beyond serviceable. Ser- serviceable. I think that the pass protection's rough. Um, I don't like really anything after that because there was, you know, LeBorn, there was, you know, all, all these other guys, they're gone now. And now they're just rotating that back in. But I, I don't even know if there's a practice squad worthy running back. Now, Jack Coletto, that's a different thing. Um, Jack Coletto has been incredible. And I don't think there's any way you can keep him on this roster though. I, I just... How do you keep two fullbacks? Half of the teams don't even keep one. Now you're going to keep two? Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's possible. We're probably going to lose him to Denver is my assumption, and I hate it, but I just don't think that you can. I don't think that you can keep two. I don't. Tight end? Tight end's a concern. And the Niners knew it was a concern. That's why they went out and drafted not one but two. I don't know if the depth is good. It, I get George Kittle's amazing. I'm not sure anybody else on this team that's a tight end would make any other roster. You make a couple. Personally, I want them to keep Troy Fumagalli, and I want them to keep the rookie, Braden Willis. But I don't know if any of these guys will get picked up. Will Dwelly get picked up? Will Warner get picked up? Law 2 injured. I think he just needs to be stashed. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I... I I don't know what to do with that. Center's not as terrible as we thought. Through training camp, I thought it was the biggest issue because Brindle was Brindle, but, you know, they started Sakel there. He was terrible. They moved Feliciano there. He struggled. He got a lot better. Keith Ishmael was there, was awful during, during training camp, like cuttable bad. I think he's going to make this roster now. So you've got three centers. I'm not upset. Corey Luciano, you keep him. On your practice squad, I would like that. Guard's a major concern now, though, because nobody panned out. Jason Poe, ah, no, he's not ready yet. Nick Sakel's not worthy of being on the roster, sadly. Uh, Maybe more development, we'll see. Niners really liked him. Joey Fisher, the undrafted free agent, didn't show it. So now you're back to your center guard. Like, Valenciano should be your backup. All three interior spots, then Keith Ishmael would be behind him. I don't like that either. Um, so I don't like that tackle. I feel a little better about tackle, which is weird. Jalen Moore had a good showing. Il Manning, I hope, makes this roster. Leroy Watson still at least a year away. Keep him on the practice squad. Um, but Matt Pryor showed some promise, and his contract's going to keep him there as well. So I don't think he's going anywhere. So that's the offensive side. Overall, decent. 
not as great not as great as I you know we all want it to be but it, it's not terrible either if that makes sense um so yeah I I I go back and forth I really really do on exactly you know if the Niners do trade for a spot what are you gonna get tackle would be what I would say but there's no good tackles out there you're seeing the tackle tackles that are getting no team has good tackles. Matt Pryor would be picked up by 15 teams if he got released. So if you're going to trade for a tackle, he better be better than Matt Pryor. I'm not sure those are out there that you could get without spending like a second or a third pick, which I do not want to do. Now, depending on where you fit on this schedule and you know this roster, we have our tier, our Zoom hangout meeting tonight, 5.30 p.m., Sunday night. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, Jerry Rice tier and above, whether you're on Patreon, 49ers and Patreon, just Google it, pull up. You can join, seven-day free trial, come hang out, let us know your thoughts, or the 49ersrush.com, which is the best way to support the show. Um, those are already posted on there, so the instructions and the links are there. If you're having a hard time finding them, as always, just reach out to me whichever way you want to, whether that's email, 49ersrushpodcast at gmail.com, Twitter at JL underscore Chapman. We got you. Um, so, yeah, it, it's going to be fun because I'm, I'm getting out the spreadsheet and we're walking away with the 53. And it, it's just going to be like we're a front office. We're sitting at a table. We're going to vote. And uh, we're making a 53-man roster. We'll see how it goes. So, uh, yeah, that's what it is. Now, let's go to the other side of the ball. Let's talk defense. Um, my least favorite position for the 49ers, can't believe I'm saying this, defensive end. I think it's the worst position on this team. Now, once Nick Bosa gets signed, that helps. But even if that helps, even with Bosa back, defensive end's an issue. Drake Jackson is a problem. Not that he's, I think he's still in situational pass rusher mode. The the plan was Drake Jackson's going to be the starter opposite Bosa. That's not happening. Cleveland Farrell is starting opposite Bosa. Maybe Kerry Hyder Jr. is starting opposite Bosa. Like, that's how I would do it. Drake Jackson would not be on my first or second team. He would not. He's behind all those guys. Uh, outside of that, Alex Barrett. I would put Alex Barrett ahead of Drake Jackson. Niners aren't going to do that. But yeah, it's rough. Oh, look at this. We got the we got the man here himself. What's up, Juan? Appreciate you, brother. Um, yeah, Depster, I'm with you. Farrell should be opposite of Bosa, and he will be. Now, Drake Jackson's young, and you're you're hoping on that kind of incline and that things get better, but edge is a major concern for me. Even with Bosa, it's not good. Robert Bill Jr., who somebody we were really, really hoping. I voted him most snaps out of the entire rookie class. He has not played one preseason snap. He has not been available to any of the practices that are open to the media. I don't know what the hell is going on. I have no clue. Um, Sean says, why is Jackson low in your opinion? He is not making plays, period. All through training camp, 95 was out there with the ones the whole time. No disruption. You know, no pressures. It just wasn't out there. Watch him in the preseason games, and it's just like, I don't know. 
he's got the tools, but part of me says this idea of turning him into a three-down defensive end has not panned out well for him. I don't think it has. And, you know, they bulked him up, and they tried to get strength on him and all those things, and that's great. We'll see how it goes. Me, personally, if I was in charge, which, thank God for everybody, I'm not, I would say, look, dude, you're a situational pass rush specialist only. We're putting you out there on second and third down because this is where you're going to make your money. And once you get this down, then we'll add in everything. They're asking this dude to be a three-down defensive end, and he just is not showing it yet. Now, I hope I'm wrong because I love Drake Jackson. I'm the one that called the pick. That's who I wanted. Uh, you can go back and type in. Uh, you can watch it. It's live on YouTube. Like, I was very happy they drafted him. But it's just not its not panning out. I'm not saying it's a bust or anything like that. I'm just saying he has not leveled up the way that the Niners were hoping for. Um, and again, casual viewer says, was Drake Jackson that bad in the preseason? No, he wasn't bad. Just doesn't make plays. He just does not make plays. Um, now, he did almost have that pick six, which was incredible. And he's going to do that freak athletic stuff every now and then, which I like, but I just don't like him against the run. I want him to go hunt the quarterback. Um, And so, yeah, I, I do like him. I like him a lot. I'm just saying he's not where you wanted him. Um, He's just not there. Now, defensive tackles, uh, I would have argued is the strength of this team. I don't think I'm making that argument anymore. Yeah, your starters are fine. Eric Armstead and Javon Hargraves proved already. Yeah, he belongs. He 21 million is great. Those two guys are great. The question now is after him. Kevin Givens, who started week one for us last year, has, has, has had as bad a preseason as any player on the team. As anybody. Javon Kinlaw had some flash plays, you know, helped get that sack in the opening drive uh, for Fred Warner. Um and DFF, like, I mean, he's had some good plays, but not consistently good. I think that probably the number three defensive tackle in my book would be Marlon Davidson. He might not even make this roster, but I thought he's been great. Spencer Wagey, um, terrible preseason. T.Y. McGill, terrible preseason. Kalia Davis, haven't really seen him. So, you know, this was one of the positions I was pumped about. It's just not there. Uh, it's just not there. Linebacker, incredible. Fred Warner, Defensive player of the year candidate. I mean, he is that damn good. Drake Greenlaw, you guys know how I feel about Drake Greenlaw. All pro type player. Should make the Pro Bowl this year. Outside of that, their love for DFF is is concerns me. Because I like DFF as a special teamer, but that dude, they're going to start him. And I don't like it. He makes so many bad plays. But I love them on special teams. I love them in space. But they're playing them at the same spot, which doesn't usually go in space that consistently. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it. But I love the people behind him. Marceline McCurry Ball is incredible. Jalen Graham showed he's going to be the guy. Just needs time to work through it. D winners, athletic upside. Curtis Robinson, yeah, he can kind of do it all. I, I love the linebacker spot. Depth there is top two in the NFL. Uh, I don't know what other team would be with them, but... There's not a team I'm taking at the linebacker position over. I I, I don't know. Um, 
right here says uh chewy says is the love of dff due to wilkes i don't know man it might be holland holland's the linebackers coach and whenever the 49ers made the switch and brought wilkes in they kept bullocks their defensive backs coach who's been there they kept him in charge they kept holland with the linebackers they kept kuserik with the d-line so I'm not quite sure. I'm, I know that Wilkes gets last call. But the 49ers have, they've kind of established this really cool, rare position coaches are in charge on defense. Um, and, and I don't, I, I kind of like it. I do like it. But I don't know. I don't know what I'm missing on DFF. Uh, he's awesome. I just don't think that he's a good linebacker. Um, I want him to make this roster. I don't mind him backing up stuff, but I don't understand him getting snaps over guys like Marcelino Mercury Ball or Jalen Graham. I don't understand it. All right, couple more positions. Um, corner. I I don't know, man. It's weird how one position, slot corner, nickel corner, can cause so many problems. <coughs> Excuse me, because it looks like Ambry Thomas is going to be a starting corner. <laughs> um, you know, your two outside guys are Demo and Charvarius Ward. But when you bring in the nickel package, Demo goes inside, Ambry Thomas comes on. That's crazy to me. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of NFL teams that do that, but we'll see how it goes. I love Samuel Womack. Um, not going to lie, I'd prefer Womack out there than Ambry Thomas, but that's okay. Um, Deshaun Jamison. Deshaun Jamison makes me feel so much better about this whole position group, which is crazy. Can't play slot. You know, he's got some work there. He can't play outside, return, or all that stuff. But what he did was just raise the floor play because Deshaun Jamison belongs in the NFL. And they're not really relying on him early. He's making this damn roster. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you right here, Niner Station. Womack should be the starting nickel. I, I agree. I agree. Just so damn good tackling. And is always tough, man. So I'm pretty happy with the corner spot. Safety spot? Yeah, pretty damn good. Your starters, obviously, Tayshawn Gibson. You know, led the team in interceptions last year, led trading camp in interceptions, all those things. Plus Hufunga, you know, all pro. You draft the rookie who's looked pretty good in camp, still needs time, Jair Brown. And then you moved Quantrest Knight up there, and he's been great. I don't think he's going to make this roster, and you want to keep him on the practice squad, but Quantrest Knight's a, a dude that, yeah, you can keep. Odom, he's making this roster special teams. Hartsfield, no chance. Um now Taylor Hawkins injured, no chance. But I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like safety position, corner position, linebacker position, great. Outside of that, it gets rough, which is crazy to say about the D line with all the resources. Ah, it's weird. Yeah, Tick flashed in preseason. There's no doubt about it. I don't want him getting snaps now, but yeah, he, he's 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 made a difference. There's no, there's no fact about it. I mean, there's no denying it. Sorry. He's that damn good. Ed says, what's up, Ed? Appreciate your subscription, buddy. He says, once Bosa gets back, I believe the whole defense will step up. Yeah, we haven't had a lot of snaps, and I think most NFL teams are like this, 
where you have all your ones out there. Um, it's just not really the way it goes. And so we just haven't seen it. And Bosa, again, the best defensive player in the entire NFL last year. You missed that. It hurts. It hurts. Um, yeah, Chewy says, yeah, I feel like Knight is going to get snatched. I hope we can keep him. You know, practice squad player of the year. I, I don't know why they moved him from nickel to safety, but he's been phenomenal at both. Special teams been great. Gosh, I love Quantrez Knight. I mean, he's awesome. Yeah, Doug, he says, Ed Nesbitt, exactly 100%. He gets it. I love it. I love it. Um, Mosquito Killer says, John, does Huff Sis worry you? Not too much. Um, obviously, I prefer it wasn't there. <laughs> but uh, Huff looked like the – like I kept saying this. Like I didn't know who the best player defensively was in camp because it was down to two players, Fred Warner and Talano Funga. Like those were the two best players on the field. Offensively, it was CMC. There is like that was pretty clear for the offense. CMC, maybe you want to throw in Brandon Ayuk. I don't have a problem with that, but like that's the level Huff is playing at. He's played at a Fred Warner level in camp, which is crazy. And I remember where everybody used to say, like, oh, coverage is gonna be a problem with Huff. No. No. <laughs> like that dude. He is so freaking good. Um, he's so good. I, I'm really, really excited about what's going to happen there. I, I really, really am. Now, uh, something else I'm super excited about, you know, the 49ers rush road trip. We're, we're killing it this year. And, you know, we did our trial run tailgate for the first time this last preseason game, and it was awesome. So we're going to be tailgating every single home game. Really excited about that. Now, if you are wanting to help, we, we need a crew. We need a crew. We need to increase our crew size. We need help with setup. We will be able to compensate you guys for this or exchange for, you know, the tailgate stuff and all the food and drinks and all that stuff. We need a setup crew. So if you are somebody that wants to help us set up for home tailgates, we could use your help. Uh, reach out to us, 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, we're, we're trying to set up. You know, we've got uh, cooks set up for almost all the games. I need cooks for the Thursday night opener, though, because our mandatory cook, Sam, who's the freaking man, uh, he's a high school football coach, so he can't make it out to that Thursday one because he's coaching ball. So we need a couple extra hands for this uh, that, that opening one, but we're excited. Um, you know, we even got Frank Gore coming out to one of our events. That's going to be down in Jacksonville, which I'm so pumped about. Pittsburgh's going to be off the chain. Um, I know that Mike from nothing but Niners, Crocker, BD, Peacock. Um, we're going to have Wayne Breezy, of course. We're going to have so many people at our Pittsburgh party. It's going to be incredible. So go get your tickets, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. They're up now. Um, really, really excited about all those things we got going on. So <laughs> look at Sid says, when I retire, I will come by and be your crew. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Um, yeah, it's, uh, Deb says, sucks I can't meet Frank Gore. I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's hard to get those players, and they cost a lot of money. And so, you know, for those of you that don't know, my entire mindset, which is bad, is these road trips are awesome. I don't make money on them. Whenever I make money, I turn around and invest it in bringing players out, which are expensive, but I just think that it's a great way to build the community. And so that's the whole idea behind these things. So, like, whenever you do go pay for these road trips and whatever else, understand you know, I've got to rent out these facilities and all that stuff, and it just costs a lot. 
And so we're always trying to use this as an opportunity to build the show to bring people into the community. That's the way we we see it. It I probably should look at it as a money making endeavor and increase revenue and stuff like that. I'm just not good at those things. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. Because uh, I love I, I. I had probably one of the best times this week at a preseason game, hanging out with the man Paul and David. We got to sit together and lots of other people too. But we were able to sit together and we just had an absolute blast. And like, man, those are friends that I'm going to get to hang out and I, we're going to be involved in each other's lives for a long time now. And, and that's, that's what it's about. And also the 49ers, of course. Uh, so anyway, hopefully you get to come out for us. Now let's go to the last part. Shout out to the man, Nick B. He emailed me and he said, man, I'd love some Niners talk. And I'm going to get Wayne's opinion on this as well. Once uh, for Tuesday, John and Wayne show. But I, I just, I love this question too much. I didn't want to wait. Um, I, I, I just, man, uh, so hold on real quick. Sonia says, I think I waited too long to buy 49ers tickets. No, you did not. And I get it. Ticket prices are increasing for that Pittsburgh game. They're up there. I ain't bought tickets either, girl, and I'm going to wait, and I'm going to get good tickets. It's hard to get large tickets together. That's a problem. If you need two tickets or if you need one ticket, you can wait. If you need three, four, or five, yeah, that's 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 a little harder, but um, it's, it's what it is. It's what it is. Um, so, yeah, don't panic. Don't panic. Right now is the worst time to buy 49ers tickets to, like, the Pittsburgh game. Worst time. You're going to pay more than anybody else. So just wait. Just wait. Because what happens is a lot of those tickets don't sell. Or people can't make it last minute. They'll post them. Those prices have come down. I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm not good at many things. I'm pretty good at getting tickets at a good price. Um, anyway. All right. Let's go worst to first. So let's talk about every team that got dead last. So there's eight divisions. We got eight dead last teams. Jets. 7 and 10. Browns, they were 7 and 10. Texans, 313 and 1. Texans way too far. They are absolutely eliminated uh from this this conversation. I think my mouse just died. Oh no, we're good. We're good. Uh Texans they're out. Broncos 5 and 12. Commanders 8 8 and 1. Not a losing record. Still got last place. NFC East was awesome last year. Bears 3 and 14. I'm sorry guys. I don't care what you say about Justin Fields. I like him a lot. That team still has so far to go. They're completely eliminated from this conversation. Falcons seven and ten, seven and ten, and then the Cardinals four and thirteen. They're eliminated. So we had eight. We've already cut out three. So what teams can go for last to first? Jets, yeah, one hundred percent. But that's a tough division. Buffalo last year was thirteen and three. I think Miami got a lot better. They were nine and eight. New England, terrible roster it's awful but their coaching staff's incredible um they're gonna be around they were eight nine last year i think they'll probably be like eight nine nine and eight this year jets can do it but they have the toughest hill to climb that's a tough division browns another tough division they were seven and ten last year everybody wants to talk about deshaun watson if he returns to what he was whatever don't care pittsburgh's really damn good baltimore i think is incredible cincinnati super bowl and afc championship past two years that's just a tough division. Um, I think the Browns got a good roster, but that's a no for me. Broncos, they were 5-12. and 12. I'm sorry. I don't buy into the roster. And I think Sean Payton's a good coach. But no, 
this division. They're going to finish ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to finish ahead of the Chargers. They're going to finish ahead of the Raiders. Maybe ahead of the Raiders. But no, that's a no for me. Commanders. So I, I am out on all of the AFC teams going worst to first. I just do not see a path for the Texans, for the Browns, Jets maybe. But man, that's a, that's a tough division. But in the NFC, I think all have an opportunity outside of the Cardinals. Washington was 8-8-1. Eight, eight and one. Philly's not going to win 14 games. Dallas has probably the next best roster in the NFL, not named the 49ers or not named the Eagles, but terrible coaching staff, especially on the offensive side. So Washington's a maybe, but that's just a tough one. The Giants are good. Dallas is good. Philly's good. So that's a no for me. Bears, that's not even, I'm not even, I just don't see the Bears being, getting more than six wins. I, I don't know. That's just me. Now Atlanta, that's my pick, baby. I am, I'm not huge on the Falcons. I'm huge on their schedule. I'm huge on their division. It's dog poop, man. The Falcons finished dead last last year at 7-10. and 10. They were one game out of first place. <laughs> one game. And now, am I thinking that the Falcons are going to be incredible? No, I'm not. I'm saying eight wins will win this division. It's a terrible division. Tampa Bay, who won the division last year, they're in trouble, man. They're in trouble. Carolina Panthers, no, no. That roster is not ready. And Bryce Young, whether you love him or not, that dude's not winning 10 games. The Saints probably are the number one competition. But now you're talking about the Saints and the Falcons, who are their rivals. One of those teams is going to get there. And so I'm taking the Falcons. It just makes way too much sense for me. Um, so that's my worst of first team. I'll be betting pretty big on the Falcons to make the playoffs. I'll be betting on the Falcons to win their division. But I think they might only get to nine wins. But I think both those things can be true. So anyway, uh, I I like the Saints, but I don't believe in Derek Carr. I don't know. And I think my issue with the Falcons as opposed to the Saints, the Saints offense will revolve around Derek Carr. He's going to have to be good. Desmond Ritter is just a guy. It's a completely different offense than the 49ers, but Desmond Ritter doesn't have to be good for the Falcons to win. Marcus Mariota was terrible last year, and they still won several games. Like, the way the Falcons have built their team is similar to the Niners and the, the fact that it's kind of quarterback-proof. And so that's why I think a lot of it's just Derek Carr, just not the biggest fan. Um, it's what it is. Sorry, my throat, I'm struggling over here, man. Um, but that's okay. We're going to wrap up this show. where We're almost to the hour mark, but I am struggling fun episode uh i'm gonna rest this voice and then go back and do some patreon breakdowns but we got our hangout tonight 5 30 come hang out with us till then and until then stay strong faithful
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.